Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And tonight I'm just confused with the Michigan weather and ideas in my head. So I thought I'd share my confusion with you so that we might share the feeling together. I mean, it's a beautiful, warmish, kind of wintry, springy. I mean, the, the the first robin of spring is in the air. The Leaves are changing color, the surf is up, the snowmen are marching up the street. I'm telling you I'm confused with the Michigan weather, but often in these circumstances I find that it helps to clear my head to play a song about a banana split. So, uh, Louis Prima? Banana split for my baby A glass of plain water for me Banana split for my baby Glass of plain water for me Dispenser man If you please Serve my chick a mess of calories Banana split for my baby A glass of plain water for me Flip back the lid, scoop anything in sight Make it a rainbow of red, brown and white Chocolate chip and everything that's nice To the fruity once and spumoni twice Banana split for my baby And a glass of plain water for me Spray the whipped cream for at least an hour Pile it as high as the Eiffel Tower Loaded with nuts about 16 ton Top it with the pizza just for fun Banana split for my baby And a glass of plain water for me Banana split for my baby A glass of plain water for me Banana split for my baby A glass of plain water for me Stack her up with crazy goo Cause that's the stuff she likes to wade right through Banana split for my baby Glass of plain water for me Now add the cherries, the kind she loves too much Skip one banana, use a whole darn bunch Drown it in fudge, six or seven cans Give her two spoons, she'll eat it with both hands Banana split for my baby And a glass of plain water for me Separate checks it must be charged to split the hook, the water to me. Oh, the banana splits for my baby, and the glass of plain water's for me. Ain't got no money, the glass of plain water's for me. Well, I hope that's perfectly clear. Yes, that is Louis Prima and Sam Butera and the guys and the gal. That is Banana Split for My Baby. Thank you, Louis Prima. Now I understand 
that song. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and we're going to hear some new music from one of the many young Ann Arbor groups that are popping up left, right, everywhere. They're everywhere around here. In a few minutes, the Appleseed Collective, we're going to hear some music from something they've just recorded and is going to be released in March, but I'm going to play some of it for you on this show. In the meantime, things are popping up musically around, but some things are going away. We've probably been reading on AnnArbor.com and other websites about a whole bunch of restaurants in Ann Arbor closing lately. The Champion House, the Japanese Steakhouse on Liberty Street, closed in January after 20 years downtown. And the 40-year-old Greek restaurant Parthenon on Liberty and Main is closed. It's going to make May for Cafe Habana, which is moving in, so changes there. Packard Pub on State and Packard has not reopened after closing for winter break, so that's a bit mysterious. The Old Country Buffet in the Cranbrook Village Shopping Center is closed. Closing businesses, closing restaurants, and yet we've got newer stuff. We've got Eat recently opening. We've got the Ravens Club, La Marsa Mediterranean Cuisine opening, and Frida Batidos, which some of my friends call Frito Banditos, but it's Frida Batidos is serving alcohol. They have that alcohol license they've been working on. I was getting a little concerned the other day. I went over to Maru, the Korean restaurant on Maynard and William, and I saw a sign saying closed, and it was dark inside, but... On closer inspection, it said, closed for renovations. Phew. So they're not going away, I don't think. Restaurants are special things. If you love your restaurant, don't set it free. (laughs) If it comes back to you, if it follows you down the street, you may need to be worried, but, you know, go there. Meantime, pubs in England seem to be closing from time to time. We're jumping from Ann Arbor to England. It's, pardon the whiplash, but NME... The magazine and the website was talking recently about Paul Heaton. He's the lead singer of the House Martins and the Beautiful South, those bands from the 80s and 90s. You know, Happy Hour, that sort of thing. Uh, Yes. So he's lined up a tour of English pubs, and he plans to travel 1,000 miles by bike. Paul Heaton's going to play a string of gigs in pubs across England to celebrate the traditional British boozers as he promotes his forthcoming solo album. Heaton said the 16-date tour combines his twin loves loves of pub-going and cycling, and he's encouraging fans to get off the wagon and into the saddle by inviting them to paddle pedal along with him. Heaton has sung about his love-hate relationship with drinking. We'll hear more about that in a moment. But he's also trying to schedule a visit to one of Britain's most famous pubs, the Rover's Return from the long-running British TV show Coronation Street. Eaton said, I've been cycling all my life, and the British pub has provided most of my favorite stop-off points. It saddens me to hear about so many pubs closing on a weekly basis, so I want to do all I can to get people back to their locals. You will kick off the tour by playing the Flying Horse in Rochdale, or Rochdale? Rochdale, yes, on May 5th. This is actually his second... I think I need to go to a pub to clear up my uh, speaking abilities here. This is his second bike... bike... Wow. I have another one of those. Thank you. Grammar, syntax, just throw it all in. This is his second bicycling tour of pubs. Last time he toured, it was 2010. I'm happy to say he played in a bunch of cities that I've never heard of, including Rochdale, Winsford, Rattling Hope, Shrewley, Radnidge, Alton, Cold Harbor, Camden, St. Neats. I think the knights who say Neats are from there. Ufford. Gunthorpe, Rotherham, Hutton, Cranswick, that's one city, Heatingley, Great Harwood, and Shorten. 
Paul Heaton playing all of those shows in on his bicycle, going from pub to pub. And he also recently became a landlord himself. He became the landlord of the King's Arms in Salford, England. He says he already uses it for a pub, uses the upstairs room in the pub to rehearse. And he was concerned about the community. He said it's a bit of a fractured community around the pub with city center flats on one side and Salford houses on the other. So he says, we want to try and bring those people together a bit more. I think we we can relate to that here in Ann Arbor, bicycling around town, trying to avoid uh, the SUVs and trying to come together, drinking, all of those things. Well, let's uh, hear a little bit of music from the House Martins, in fact, his group from the 80s. This was their first really big hit in England, and it's probably one of the most cheerful songs with a grumpy lyric ever. Uh, it's another night off with the boss. He's not enjoying it so, so good. Uh, in a moment, you'll you'll understand. It'll make sense. Here we go. Here are the House Martins, and pardon if this record's a little scratchy, but uh, that's just the kind of pub we're in. What a good place to be Don't believe it What a good place to be Don't believe I Nothing like a drink out on the town with the louts, huh? Yeah, happy hour. Not so happy for him, but catchy. Yeah, that is in fact the House Martins, and that was happy hour. Talking about Paul Heaton, the lead singer of the group, who is now on a tour of pubs across England to help preserve the pubs and the places that he loves.
This is Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN. I'm Mike for a while. Hope you are who you will be for a while, too. Another beer story from England, actually. The top totty beer has been banned from the House of Commons bar in England. Top totty, not necessarily a flattering term for women, but a beer called Top Totty has been banned from the Strangers Bar in the House of Commons because its pump plate featuring a half-naked woman offended female MPs. Now, I saw the picture. A woman is wearing something like a bikini with some kind of, uh, oh, Hugh Hefner-type uh, bunny hat on. I don't know if you call it half-naked. It depends on your perspective, but it did offend some MPs. Shadow Equalities Minister Kate Green was left disturbed after seeing the 4% ales advertising in the popular parliamentary watering hole and demanded bar staff remove it from sale. Within 90 minutes, House authorities ordered the beer to be withdrawn after Commons leader Sir George Young told MPs action will be taken. This is today. A barman told the Press Association, I can confirm it was withdrawn from sale at 1.30 p.m. She called for a debate on dignity in work at Parliament, and Top Totty's Stafford-based brewer Slater describes the ale as a stunning blonde beer, full-bodied with a voluptuous hop aroma. That was an awful accent, sorry. His website adds this award-winning beer, brewed solely with Whitbread Golding's hops, produces an initial burst of bitterness with a citrus fruity finish. The beer's withdrawal will come as a blow to Tory MP Jeremy Lefroy, who organized for Top Totty to be sold in Strangers Bar at the House of Commons. Announcing its introduction at the bar's, as the bar's guest ale, a Stafford MP said, This is a great opportunity to showcase a fantastic and award-winning beer. Slater's Brewery produces many popular beers, which have been brewed locally for more than 15 years, and is great to be able to share some of Staffordshire's finest produce with colleagues in Parliament. And yet not so anymore. Top Totty Beer banned. Very sad. Or not. But jumping back to Ann Arbor suddenly, be careful with the whiplash, we're back to the Appleseed Collective. I was mentioning them just a moment ago. The Appleseed Collective is a group of young musicians. They most recently played at the Folk the Police show on Sunday at the Blind Pig. Folk and bluegrass artists doing their takes on gangster rap songs. Yeah, I wish I'd been there, but the Appleseed Collective from Ann Arbor are now heading to Ohio, then Tennessee, and then they'll do a bunch of shows in Florida. They've just, with the help of Kickstarter.com, produced a CD which has just been sent as downloads to people who donated to make the CD happen. And if I understand correctly, the CD itself, which you can hold in your hot little hands, will be out in March. And Appleseed Collective says they're going to donate half of the profits from the first pressing of the CD to Selma Cafe. That's a nonprofit organization in Ann Arbor that helps local farmers build hoop houses so they can extend their growing season and grow stuff all year, including spinach in the middle of winter and other wonderful things. Well, here's some music from the Appleseed Collective. This is from the new album, Baby to Beast. It's going to be out in CD form that you can put again in your hot little hands or your warm little hands in March. In the meantime... This is the Appleseed Collective and The Sugar Cut My Teeth.
Okay, that is beautiful. That is new music from the Appleseed Collective from Ann Arbor, and that is called The Sugar Cut My Teeth. That's from their album Baby to Beast, which they've just recorded and released as a download to folks who contributed on kickstarter.com to make that happen. And if I understand correctly, there's going to be an actual CD of that in March. So Appleseed Collective, The Sugar Cut My Teeth. That was sublime, and I think we better do something about that right now, To the right to the ridiculous, shall we? I'm talking about Groundhog Day. I'm sorry, that was probably blasphemous. I shouldn't say bad things about this holy day of Groundhog Day. You know that there is uh, apparently a religious connection to Groundhog Day, but we'll, we'll get to that. Here we go. See, Woody the Woodchuck, also Groundhog perhaps, is predicting Michigan is in for an early spring. Here's how it works. On Groundhog Day... The groundhog, or woodchuck, or Punxsutawney Phil, as, as the case may be, sees their shadow, and winter lasts for another six weeks. Or they don't see their shadow, and winter lasts for another six weeks. That is awesome. It really is. So the Livingston County Daily Press and Argus reports that Woody the woodchuck in Howell did not see her shadow. She did not see her shadow, excuse me, during an event at the Howell Conference and Nature Center. She's billed as Michigan's official groundhog. She was attempting a 10th correct prediction in 14 years, which would be that winter will last for another six weeks. Meanwhile, Pennsylvania's Punxsutawney Phil, Punk's Not Dead Phil, uh, made his prediction on Gobbler's Knob in Pennsylvania, 65 miles northeast of Pittsburgh. Well, 
There is some re- Oh wait, this is what I was trying to say is that the Groundhog Day celebration is rooted in a German superstition that says if a hibernating animal casts a shadow on February 2nd, which is the Christian holiday of Candlemas, winter will last another 6 weeks. If no shadow is seen, legend says, winter will last another 6 weeks. So, let's get on with this, shall we? A reason why perhaps the groundhogs might want to stay underground. That's right, I'm talking about some groundhog recipes. stop me from playing old-timey music to groundhog recipes when i found out when i found out who decided that i should play this music with this i'm gonna uh never mind sorry okay some groundhog recipes this is from outdoor-michigan.com says here there are many recipes for woodchuck aka groundhog whistle pigs pasture pigs etc why don't they call it whistle pig day i don't know woodchucks are fatty however it's claimed the fat does not have a bad taste but still is generally removed. The meat is dark with a mild flavor and will work in any squirrel or rabbit recipe. Woodchucks have scent glands in the small of the back and on the inside of the forelegs, which must be removed. If the woodchuck is old, it should be parboiled or soaked before cooking. Some cooks always soak woodchucks in cold salted water for six to 12 hours. The older woodchucks will also benefit from parboiling in water with a half teaspoon or more of baking soda. Now. Some woodchuck ground stew. A little bit of gid tanner and the skillet liquors here. Getting the skillet ready. Woodchuck or groundhog stew. One woodchuck, two onions, sliced half cup of celery, sliced flour vinegar and water, salt, and pepper cloves. Water, salt, and pepper cloves. Clean the woodchuck. Remove the the glands. Cut into serving pieces. Soak overnight in a solution of equal parts of water and vinegar with addition of one sliced onion and a little salt. Drain, wash, and wipe. Parboil 20 minutes. Drain and cover with fresh boiling water. Add one sliced onion. Woohoo! Add one sliced onion, celery, a few cloves, and salt and pepper to taste. Cook until tender. Thicken gravy with flour. Fried woodchuck is a little bit different. You're going to put it in the pot on the skillet and add salt and enough water to cover and parboil for one hour. Remove meat from the broth and drain. Dredge meat in flour, salt, and pepper. Melt fat in a heavy fry pan and saute the groundhog until nicely browned. Serve six people. Thank you, Gid Tanner and the Skillet Liquors. I'm sorry for everybody else, but hope you enjoy the music. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. And before we go, a little story about snowy owls and and lemmings. Snowy owls like to eat, you know, but they've been leaving the Arctic for Michigan in search of food. This is from the Associated Press. We're not going to eat them, I promise. Snowy owls are showing up in large numbers across Michigan's lower peninsula this winter as they forage for food beyond their normal range in the Arctic the normal range in the Arctic tundra. The likely reason is an expansion of lemmings, which is the owl's main food source. Do the lemmings go 
to the store and buy food for them. I'm not sure. Small rodents were abundant last summer in the Arctic, allowing adult owls to raise more young, according to scientists. Now in search of food, young owls are heading farther south as far as lower Michigan. Snowy owls have been spotted in Muskegon, Tawas Point State Park, Harbor Beach, and Kalamazoo, among other places. By early December, there had been at least 60 sightings in the Lower Peninsula and at least 34 in the Upper Peninsula, according to the Detroit Free Press. Most of the birds that have made it so far are very young, according to the director of the Raptor Program for the Leslie Science and Nature Center in Ann Arbor. She said the owls are not used to humans, and they don't know to be afraid of us. So be nice to them. Do not talk about owl recipes in their presence. Be nice to the lovely snowy owls in Michigan. And finally, one last note about stomach microbes. The weirdest weirdest sentence I've seen all month, genetically engineered stomach microbe converts seaweed into ethanol. This is exciting news. This is from Scientific American. A genetically modified strain of common gut bacteria may lead to a new technology for making biofuels that does not compete with food crops for arable acreage. That's another weird sentence. Seaweed way... We... Okay, the... We're winding up the show here and winding up the ability to speak, but seaweed may well be an ideal plant to turn into biofuel. It grows in much of the two-thirds of the planet that is underwater, so it wouldn't crowd out food crops the way corn for ethanol does. Researchers at the Bioagriculture Lab and the U of W in Seattle have now taken the first step to exploit the natural advantages of seaweed. It's about time we exploited some seaweed. They've built a microbe. They've built a microbe capable of digesting it and converting it into ethanol or other fuels and chemicals. That is delicious. And as a matter of fact, they made some genetic modifications that give it the ability to turn the sugars in an edible kelp called kombu into fuel. The reportings are in the findings. The findings of their reportings, what I'm saying is it's in the journal of science. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. I've been wanting to play this cheesy bubblegum song for a while. Hope you like it. Hope it works and that it will help our wolf to face the music, which he will help us to do in just a moment. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Have a cup of cocoa. Here's sweet. Sunlight is still here. 
Thanks, Mike. The question is, what was Alvino Ray doing on that record with his... Uh, remember Alvino Ray, Mike? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, Mike was saying there was a sort of a Warner Brothers moment on that record when they, whenever they'd have that guitar going... Well, that's the... Uh, that was the famous sound of Alvino Ray. He had a he had a uh, an act with big bands and singers and stuff, and he would get out there with that guitar and make it talk. But all that's uh, lemonade under the bridge now. It's after seven o'clock. This is 